What sort of capacity do the people have that you're leading? By the end of this podcast or video, wherever you're watching this, you're gonna have three tips for identifying and dealing with leading people who have a different capacity than you have. I'm Jono White, founder and principal consultant of Clarity. We work with leaders around the world and I just wanna thank you for listening or watching and for subscribing, uh, following, liking, sharing. If you haven't done that, please could you do that now. It really helps us to get the word out to help more leaders become the best they can be. Um, So today's question is, what sort of capacity do the people that you're leading have? And the reason I want to ask you this question is maybe you've never thought about this before um, in terms of your capacity compared to the capacity of the people that you lead. Okay, so why don't we go back a step and start before I give you the three tips. I just want to ask you, what's your capacity like? Have you ever had someone say to you something like, wow, you're a high capacity person? And you've thought, no, I'm not. Or maybe you thought, yeah, I guess I am, but you didn't think anything more of it. Or maybe this is something you've dwelled a lot on. This is really important because a lot of leaders are high capacity people. And what we do is we hire people, we have people in our teams, and we automatically assume, we walk in with an assumption um, that the people we're leading will have the same capacity that we have. However, that's, that's um, not always the case. In fact, it's rarely the case. And this becomes particularly problematic when you have someone on your team who's got a much lower capacity than you. Uh, but there's also incredible opportunity in this because there will be areas or there can even be leaders where you're a lower capacity person but you're a very strategic thinker um, and you can actually lead people who have a higher capacity than you. It is possible. It all starts with having an awareness of your capacity and awareness of their capacity. So what if that's what your capacity is like, then let's come back to the question that we started with is, what sort of capacity do the people have that you're leading? So you might have someone on your team where you go, wow, they're just a gun. They get things done almost, you go to say to them, hey, can you, and they're like already done. Or you throw 10 extra things on their plate and they don't even waver. Then you might have someone on your team who, for them, you give them just the one day-to-day thing to do and it's like pulling teeth. Uh, now, just a caveat, we don't want to confuse capacity with strengths because sometimes someone will be high capacity. As an example for me, I would say that I'm high capacity at a high level strategic thinking sense. So put me, you know, when I'm on an offsite with a leadership team and we're um, spending a whole day thinking high level, I am flying and I would say I have a high capacity in that regard. Now, you asked me to do the most Uh, the simplest, easiest day-to-day task that particularly is out of my routine and you might, well, truthfully, I probably am quite low capacity. So capacity can also depend on the areas of strengths. But let's say, let's just to keep it simple, let's say you've got a high capacity in one area and you've got people in your team just in the same area who have a different capacity. What do you do about that? Um, The first thing is that you change your expectations. So leaders, if you, want to, if you want to lead well, if you want to have a great legacy, if you want to invest in people, you're going to need to get used to the fact that the people you're leading aren't you and that they're going to take um, time to get to where you're at. Not everyone that you're leading is just going to be ready, flying off the, you know, just, just ready to go 100% of what you do. I think a great, um, 
measurement that's talked about is this idea of if someone can do it 80% as well as you. I've heard someone else say, and I agree with them, that it's actually more like 50%. If someone can do something that you're doing 50% as well, start investing in them to do it. Because as you invest in them, as you train them up, you can grow them towards the 100%, but this is where capacity comes in. You might need to change your expectations. You might have a 50%er on your team and you're, you've been frustrated for three months because you were doing something at your 100% level and you feel like they're doing it at 50% and you're frustrated and it's all sort of coming to a bit of a, a battle and you're just, just really losing sleep over it and it's, it's just wasting a lot of your time. Well, have you considered that maybe their capacity is different to yours? Maybe they're a 50% person. Not to say that they're, once again, let's, this isn't to say who's better or worse and there's all the different areas of strengths um, that can affect this, but it, sometimes it's just helpful to go, wow, okay, maybe they're at their capacity. For me, if I was in their shoes, I'd be at half capacity, which is why I'm pushing them to produce more. But what if they're at their full capacity? What does it look like for me to have two of them to replace myself? And initially you'll be like, well, I can't do that because of you know reasons one, two, and three, but think outside the box. You might need to have to think outside the box or you're gonna to need to look for someone who can do that at 100% capacity, which sounds like an easy fix, but sometimes can actually be the hardest solution because if you're a very high capacity person, there may not be many people who have the same capacity as you. And if they do have the same capacity, they might be out there running their own things as well. Um, so that's the first thing. You need to be willing to change your expectations of the people you lead. Um, so the second tip when it comes to around this question, what, what sort of capacity do the people have um, that you're leading? Okay, the second tip is to focus in on strengths. So I know that uh, I said earlier I wanted to try to um, differentiate a little bit, but when you start digging into capacity, it's really helpful to dig into strengths. I talked about myself and how I am uh, you know, I'm, I'm just sort of wired for high level strategic thinking and I can do um, administrative tasks and day to day things. So don't get me wrong, it's not a cop out to say that I can't do them, but I, I just have a very low capacity with them. You know, I, 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 it drains my energy, I'm not very efficient and so for me, if someone was leading me and they're expecting me to, to really so say they're a gun in administrative day-to-day -day and they want to pass that on to me, you can see how all of a sudden you've just got a recipe for disaster because that's not how I'm wired. I'm a lower capacity than they are. Now, if you've got someone who's leading me who's really high capacity strategic level and they're handing over something that's at a strategic level to me, then, then we're probably going to fly and do well. So the second tip is to look into strengths. Look, if someone is really struggling on your team, is it a capacity question or is it a strengths question? Because uh, perhaps you've got them sort of batting in the at the wrong position in the in the order, so to speak. You know, maybe they're actually better off um, in a different area or carrying some different responsibilities. Uh, but maybe it is a capacity issue. And the third thing, uh, the third tip that I want to say is, you need to. I want you to get used to having to hire multiple people to replace yourself in one area. Okay, we started with change your expectations um, for the people you lead, then we talked about looking at their strengths, but now I want you to, to get used to the fact that you're not gonna be able to hire like for like. I know that you do that one hat out of 10 that you wear, and you, you figure that shouldn't even be one person's full-time job. Well, 
well, wait a second. What if it takes two people full time to do what you've been doing with one hat? I know that drives you crazy thinking about that, but if you want to grow your business, your organization, your team, you want to build leadership capacity, that might be a reality you have to come to terms with. Get used to hiring multiple people to do one element that you've been able to do on your own. Um, and if you have a track record of burning people out, then this is really important for you because there's a good chance you've been putting um, something, you've been putting 200% capacity on someone in terms of what they're capable of and you keep doing that and you're frustrated because for you that might be 50% capacity. And so you can see how easy it would be to just continuously be going, come on people, what's wrong with you? Can't, why can't you just do this? This is 50% for me, but for them if it's 200%, then of course that's not gonna be sustainable. Uh, so if this has helped you to get clear on your leadership, then comment with the word, wherever you're watching or listening with the word clarity, this has been leadership question of the day. Go to consultclarity.org and there's also a bunch of resources below. We've got our free scorecard. You can do find out your leadership style, uh, find out how you rate as a leader. There's lots of stuff there I'd encourage you to do. Um, so thank you for watching or listening and have an awesome day. Catch you soon. Cheers.